And we're on. <laughs> Welcome back, you guys, to Festival Tales Podcast. I'm your co-host, Vibe with Aid. And it's Babs. What's up? <laughs> Sorry, I thought Delic- you were gonna. I thought you were gonna pull what I did and just like go into it. By Completely like, steamrolled. Yeah, what I, what I messed up last week. So I figured like you're gonna get me back, but it's all right. It's no, all right. I'm here. I remembered. Um, oh, back, yeah, you guys. I called out. <laughs> we're a little loopy today it's monday we're back from vacation we're just trying to get into the swing of things but make sure before you do anything else today to rate review subscribe the podcast all that jazz and we need your festival stories so please submit them we are running low it's about to be like your guys's one year anniversary of the last time you were at a festival or it's already passed so yeah we bring out those stories we know you got stories we know you want to relive them you want to relive the glory days of going to festivals yeah. with thousands of sweaty people next to you and sharing water and not caring. And yeah, we know you want to relive it. So come on, let's relive it. Yeah, the form is in the show notes. So <clears throat> please go ahead and submit your stories. Get your Ray Phantom to submit your stories. It's anonymously. So you don't even have to let people know about all yeah. this shit you've yeah. gone through. You know what I mean? Just to like let, give this out to you guys. Like I've submitted stories. Like, come on now. If I, <laughs> you, we're reading stories that I, I've put a story in. And you guys don't even know that it's me. I'm never going to tell you which story it is. So like if that's how anonymous it is. We don't even know. I know it was me. A doesn't even know it was me. So let's go. Know. Wait, you have? <laughs> it's like a golden egg. Like we're now on looking for the golden ticket yeah, in yeah. our stories. But yeah, go ahead and submit your stories, you guys. Uh, without further ado, let's get into today's story. All I saw when I was reading this was Texas and amazing. So perfect I'm in combination. Texas and I can say the raves here are amazing. So I'm excited. <laughs> so here we go. So I've gone to shows alone a couple of times and it's always fun, but you always feel like you're missing something because you want to turn your friends, turn to your friends when the beat drops and be like, OMG, that's so sick. Insert what the fuck face here. We've all had what those the fuck moments. Face. <laughs> so I was going to lights all night in 2019 alone day one because my friend couldn't get off work for the first day. And I was a bit nervous because I had never gone to a show in Dallas before. I got ready and was getting super anxious because, of course, pre-rave anxiety. I showed up about an hour or so after it opened, and I was just walking around checking everything out. It was early in the night, and my favorite stage at the moment was the house stage that was outside. I ended up meeting two other people that also went to the festival alone, and I just thought to myself, what a coincidence. Of course, I'm alone and run into other people that came alone. I then spent the next couple of hours running around with them. We ended up spending a lot of time in the silent disco, which was sick. They had so many disco balls on the wall and the room was dark. I loved it. Oh, I was there. That room was sick. So many disco balls. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was trying to think. I was like, was I at this one? And I was. You should have said hi. We would have been friends. (laughs) Um, Then we wanted to catch Keizo, so we left to find a good spot at the main stage to chill and wait until he came on. All my new friends got split up, so then the guy left me to go find the other girl that was with us, and they were never to be seen again. (laughs) There was this shuffling queen that asked me who I was with, and when I told her that I came alone, she was so shocked that I would go to a show alone as a woman, and immediately introduced me to the rest of her Ray fam, and I spent a good amount of time with her and her fam. 
They took amazing care of me and even took my camelback to refill the water while the girls in the group stayed at the stage. We stand amazing rave dads. Yes, we do. Woo! I started talking Shout to, out to the boys. girl. <laughs> <laughs> I started talking to another girl that was with her group next to us and ended up staying with them after my New Orleans fam decided they wanted to see a different DJ. This last group of girls were so freaking nice. Like we got along so well. I even ended up going to their hotel the next day to help with hair and makeup. Now go to day two, and I met up with the fir- very first guy that I met who was also went alone. And I brought my friend with me who could show up, who couldn't show up to day one. Her name is Alex. I actually met Alex at EDC 2019 when I decided to ditch my friends and she adopted me. But okay, back to day two <laughs> of like- Michael Knight. We were at Subtronics, which was a dope set, by the way, everyone. That was me It was so good. Um, anyway, we were at Subtronics and ended up meeting this other girl who went to the show alone and adopted her. And we all spent the entire night together, and it was so great. I sadly could not find the other people I met day one, but I'm sure they all had an amazing time. I just have to say, Raves in Texas are amazing. Everyone was so nice and welcoming. It was one of my favorite shows that I've gone to just because the vibes were at an all-time high both days. Anyways, my purpose in telling the story is to let people know it's okay to go to shows alone. I moved to Texas not really knowing that many people, and through the EDM community and going to shows alone, I've met some of the most amazing people. Amen to that, honestly. <laughs> that yeah, was such a I good, mean... nice story. I give you all the props in the world. Um, you know, I'm surprised you didn't see more cowboy boots and cowboy hats out there in Texas at these festivals. But you know, <laughs> I was—that's what I would be willing to bet. That's that's what I think of at Texas festivals. I've never worn a cowboy hat in my life. But no, um, you think we're all wearing? No, no, I know you're not. <laughs> I just wanted to get a quick jab in while I could. Um, that's no. I give you all the props in the world. I mean, that's something I've. That's actually something I've always wanted to do because I think I'd have a fun time doing that, just running around and being like, what's up? And like, just, just not having to worry about anybody but me. Um, yeah. Have you gone to a festival or show alone? Not that I can think of. I have gone off on my own. at. A, but like, from no, the start, to, like no. you've gone by yourself. No, I oh. wish. I haven't done that at all. Um, it's a good time. Oh, dude, what's your story? Let's hear it. So let's see. When I first moved to Texas, I went to a lot of stuff alone Um, because I moved in 2017 and then I had this whole big gray family back in Arizona. And so when I was moving out, I was like, well, I have no, absolutely no one. So I'm going to have to just kind of like figure it out. So I went to a couple shows by myself that were really nice, met a couple people there. And then it's just nice because you're just in control of your your whole situation. You know what I mean? I, um, yeah, that's what that's what sounds so appealing to it. Yeah. I'm s- technically supposed to go to E-Force this upcoming year if it happens by myself. I mean, I would know. I think I'll know you, and I'll know. Well, yeah. And I'll know. Technically, I know the kid. I've never gone to a festival with the kid before, though. That I bought the ticket from, but I do communicate with him like on Twitter here and there. Yeah. But it's not like it's someone I like. I'm not going with people I legit like know. Like. Yeah. So that like, was kind of oh. similar for me. I went to Freaky Deaky, or not Freaky Deaky. It was called Something Wicked back then, mm-hmm. um, and that was in Houston. And like, I knew people there, like kind of, like one or two people there. But otherwise, I basically like went alone. 
And I would say the same thing that those girls said, raves in Texas are amazing. Like everyone's just so friendly and like, um, why do you keep on laughing? I just think it's like, I mean, like, it's like, you know, everyone's, I think feel like at most raves, like everyone's generally friendly. I know, but like, like what's, what is the distinguished that Texas was super, I'm just asking as a person that doesn't know, I'm not saying, I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm curious, like, yeah. what was the distinguished that was like, oh, this is why Texas raves are better. I'm not saying they're better, but like, I would just agree that everyone is super nice and welcoming. Like, I, gotcha. I don't know when I've gone to like beyond, like when I've gone to California festivals, like beyond Wonderland, like everyone's pretty nice. But like when I went to Texas, I was like, wow, everyone is so nice. That's here. that Southern hospitality. That's what it is. Yeah. It's it is. Like it's that, that like, Southern hospitality mixed in with raving. Whereas like yeah. Southern California, you kind of get that like, not that everyone in LA is bad, but like kind of get that like a little rich LA vibe where they're West like, Coast, yeah, where yeah, they're like, we're, oh, we're from LA. <laughs> like when I went to Dirty Bird Camp Out and for the people that love Dirty Bird Camp Out, they're going to come for me for this. But this was in California and it just seems like everyone was just very into their own groups, which is great. Like have fun with your group, whatever, but it just never really felt like a community. Like everyone was super friendly with one another, like even strangers. Right. At Texas, like, like the people next to you just like seem like they're just like your best friends all of a sudden. Okay. I, I, I see what you're saying. I, I could, I could see that. I could see that. I think that again, I think that that's like that Southern hospitality type feel to it. Yeah. In, involved in the rave scene i can see that i've only been to a few festivals where i agree that like they're like that there, there are different vibes for different festivals i do i do mm-hmm. agree with that I like do agree. the production is like it's not it's not insomniac production you know what i mean but like the people is just like always really great so whenever like last year or this year i actually wasn't gonna go to a lot of texas festivals and i was getting kind of like sad about it because i was like oh like kind of piece of me kind of feels like left out <laughs> I miss those cowboy boots and hats I know. And people riding their horses. But um, we love the Texas fam. And we'll get Babs out here. To I'm totally down. I I like was wanting to do Freaky Deaky the last two years and I didn't have anyone to go with me. And then like one of the years I like backed out last minute because I didn't want to spend the money. And I was like, I'll just do this instead. And yeah. um, I, I wish I would have gone one of the years, especially now that I can't go at all. I wish I did one of those years in Texas because I was like looking at it. I'm like, it's only a five. Like, from where I was staying in Tallahassee, I think when I went to school, it was like maybe an eight, six or eight hour drive. Like, it wasn't too bad. Oh, like, it wasn't too bad. And I was like, oh, I could do that. And then like hotels and blah, blah, blah. But no one wanted to do it with me. I should. That was should have well, been one of those weekends I did, did it on my own. Well, when it comes back. You know who did it? It will come back. It will come back, people. Have it faith. Will. It will. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just, I do like the appeal of like being kind of like free and doing your own thing and just like vibing out and like meeting cool people. I mean, yeah, I've done that. I've done like days like that where I just am like off on my own and that's fun. Yeah. Um, so I can't imagine like just going out and like just and like i'm just going out by myself and, and yeah. we're gonna see what it's happens hard. And... like it's freeing and very independent and then you do also kind of like oh like i wish like ray fan was here you know like it's kind of hard yeah but i could see that because there were even times where like i was by myself at like because like buku i got separated from my group day two and i was yeah. with a bunch of people 
for a little bit that I didn't know and whatnot. And even then it was like, I was like, this is fun with you guys, but it's like, you guys are all like tight and, and I'm not in that tightness, y- you know, yet. So, yeah. uh, not that I couldn't have gotten there, but yeah, I agree. I agree. We knew a kid. I don't know if I mentioned this before either. I feel like we're right 12 episodes in. I feel like I'm going to repeat myself sometimes <laughs> and I have no idea. So I'm just, just sorry, everybody. But we had a kid that we met at Lost Lands last year. So Lost Lands 2019 that flew in from Montana by himself just was oh like gosh. and he was telling us yeah he was like yeah i bought um he bought like the pre-camping tent so we had like a tent you didn't have to bring anything we already uh, had it all set up yeah but he was like yeah i came just by myself and i don't know anybody and we just we just adopted him in our group hat got his number and he was just with us like um majority of the weekend i mean there were sets where he was like i'm staying here like you guys go to what you want to do like i'll be here and it was but it was he was a cool ass kid he was a fun time i still talk to him here and there he's a cool kid oh nice shout out will in montana <laughs> there you go i was gonna be like dubstep is out in montana like yeah i i was shocked I, I remember we were like shocked and we because we like hung out with them i can't remember how we like met them but we just did i think day one and we were just hanging out and talking to them and whatnot and then uh he came back with us to our campsite day one and so day two we like met up and we started met up like sober during the day and we hung out and everything yeah and we're like oh what's you know where are you from like what's what brought you here like where's your group he's like oh i'm by myself i'm from montana and we're like what and then of course you know we're from florida so we're like what's montana like bro like yeah. you know, tell us about the, <laughs> tell us about the mountains and he's like there's there's not much out there like it's not that cool as you guys think and we're like no dude that's awesome like all we have is below sea level on the beach like we all <laughs> see the mountains but my roommate in college was from montana that's sick that's amanda, sick. Tr- amanda from montana. <laughs> <laughs> montana amanda montana we would always say that um i'm trying to think if there's any other things about people going alone and stuff is I there mean, sh- go ahead no you can i was gonna ask is there a worry at all that you have that's what, of like that's what i was just gonna say um kind of but not really i didn't really have a worry i was also when how old i was 22 at the time so i was very just like at a bucket age where i was just like you know like <laughs> I'm, i, I just like i said I my little <laughs> i went to a couple of festivals like austin city limits i went by myself but like I knew people in the city, so like they had my location if things were to like go wrong or whatever. Something wicked was outside of Houston, and so I just gave like emergency contacts my number. But like I met people throughout the weekend, but I never told them that I was alone. I just was always like kind of like, oh yeah, like I know people here, you know. Like I never really was like, oh yeah, I'm here alone, because <laughs> yeah. I was kind of that was like my way of like being safe about it. Um, yeah, but there is a worry, and you can do stuff like uh, give people your location, make sure people have like all that information, like where you're staying, all that. And then most of the time at festivals, they do have like not like support groups, but like kind of of like other people that are alone that you can mm-hmm. like meet up with too. Like at Electric Forest, they have Her Forest, which is like a all women's camp at electric forest for like other solo festival goers that are women to like meet up and like they get to do like activities and stuff like i've heard a lot of people say really good things about that 
So sometimes there's way to do it, but you can definitely use like social media to your advantage to like meet other people and stuff that are going alone and stuff like that. Yeah, I would say I think radiate. Uh, We've had actually now I think about it. We had another kid at Buku that came down and didn't know any of us. He came by himself. He and he he roomed with us and everything. Like didn't know us. Just was like he he drove. (laughs) He's he's one of our one of our best friends to this day. But he drove down from like Tennessee, and he just met like we. We had the Airbnb. I think we needed like nine people. I think we had like mm-hmm. seven or something. And the last day we got him and somebody else. Um, and, but he, we specifically didn't, like no one knew him. Like no mm-hmm. one knew him. And he knew no one. He just like said, fuck it, I'm going to go. And like but he bought his ticket, like drove down like two days before and then just hung out with us the whole weekend. And like and it, it, we all got along super well. That was actually one of those yeah. weekends where I know, I've again, I know, I'm, I'm sure I've said this, but that was one of those weekends where like w- – we had this group of people, but really, like, only three of us knew knew each other. Other than that, it was, like, yeah. everyone's first festival together. And that kid obviously didn't know anybody. And uh, he had a good time. He had a good time. We had a good time. Now he's in our, like, in that grave fan. We see him every time we go out. So, or oh, we did see him so every time. But. Not anymore. COVID. Mm. <laughs> uh covid yeah covid but it should be over here soon you know you know biden won freaking vaccines are out already we're good (laughs) 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 fingers crossed people fingers crossed we'll be um, back at it soon is there Uh, is there now did you go out when you went by yourself i'm curious did you like stay at a hotel by by yourself too like did you guys did you do every like literally like you just ruined by yourself and then like yeah so the first night yeah so, the first night i roomed by myself for something wicked austin city limits i lived in austin so i just got to go straight home which was really nice and then i drove to something wicked so i had my car um i didn't do uber or anything like that and then um So I drove there and back from the hotel to the festival, which wasn't too bad of a drive. And then the second day, I actually had met people through Radiate, I want to say. And they were only going the second day. And so they split the hotel room with me for the second day. And the room I got had like a big enough bed and a pullout or And it had like this open space for an air mattress. So it was like me... And this other girl in the bed, and then this other girl and her boyfriend on the inflatable mattress. Knocked down. There you go. So, the, so, and that's the first day I was basically, yeah, like I went alone. And then the second day, I had met these people on Radiate and met up with them before. And then they stayed with me in the hotel room. And then, but I don't think, I'm trying to remember, I don't think they were going to stay with me in the hotel room. It just ended up that way or something because they lived in like, they lived farther out of Houston, so it was going to be more of a pain for them to drive super late back that I just, like, invited them to stay in the hotel room with me. But that wasn't the original plan. And then that morning, I woke up super early and had to drive back, and I went straight to work because it was a Saturday <laughs> and Sunday festival. <laughs> so I woke up and went straight to work from that, which I have, I'll never do again. I, I have done my – I actually did worse than that. I drove I, – I went – I went sober and I drove to the fest. I drove home from the festival. I just left from the festival Sunday night. Oh my god! 
and I drove like I was gonna do that but then I was like no I need to sleep (laughs) I chose to just I was like you know what I can just come home and Monday and just pass out like it'll be fine like I'll be good and I just took the it was a four and a half hour drive. It wasn't like it was like a two hour, like, oh, I can wake up two hours earlier and like get to work in time. It was, no. Yeah, mine was like three hours. Yeah. Oh, bless your soul. There's no way I could do that. I would time it off wrong or something. So I was like, I just need to leave right away. And I got in at like, I remember I left. The festival ended at 12. I was driving everybody. So I drove everyone back to their hotel, got my stuff, showered, and then left. Wow. And I think I got back. If I remember correctly, I got back at 3.30. And when I went to bed at four, I woke up at six and went to work and cranked out a full day of work and came home and just boo, clocked out. Yeah, not the brightest idea, but, you the, know. The you, energy you have when you're younger. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, a, I miss uh, it. <laughs> I just, now I'm like, no, do. I need my full eight hours or I'm not, I'm not doing anything. I wish. I wish I could get eight hours. I have like horrible sleep schedule. Yeah. It does affect you people. People get your eight hours. It's just, or like somehow trick your mind to get eight. I don't know. Just figure it out. Just get it. <laughs> yeah. My dad somehow gets like five hours and still functions. And I just, and without coffee and I just don't get it. I've noticed. And I'm like, yeah. I've noticed with me, I could, I can, it's weird. If I get six hours, I'm kind of groggy. But if I do like, if I do like four hours of sleep, I'm I'm up and at them. I'm like ready to go. Yeah. It's like I can't find this middle of the way ground. And then other times <laughs> I, I I sleep for like twelve hours. Yeah. And then of course after that I'm like, you think I'd be refreshed? No, I'm just more sleepy. It's like that makes no <laughs> sense. Like it's horrible. I have this like w- horrible sleep schedule. I know me personally, I'm like a night owl. So I yeah. like it's hard for me to fall asleep. It's hard for me. I can once I'm out, I'm out. But like getting to that point is the issue because my yeah. brain's like oh we're up like it's a late night like come on we're supposed to be out like we're supposed to be, <laughs> must be brainstorming ideas right now come on and um yeah i just yeah i'm more of a night owl and i i go to bed late and sleep in i did that all through college everything i work nights would go wake up and wake up at 12 go get lunch and then yeah start my day and now i'm in this fucking stupid ass nine to five work schedule <laughs> i can't fucking function right in. i know i was watching a tiktok today i think about um how like the nine to five schedule just isn't fit for everyone especially for people that are like night owls you know oh yeah and, yeah <laughs> like you're probably more productive like towards the end of the day whereas me i'm more productive in the morning so it kind of works out oh no my mornings but... are like deaf but like by the <laughs> afternoon, I'm like, I don't want to do any of this anymore. <laughs> I it, With me, it's like weird. I have like a good solid, like I'm very draggy the first hour. It was like, I'm like, I wake yeah. up at six, seven, sometimes till eight. I'm like just dragging. And then like, I'm good for like yeah. three hours. But then like, I'm, I get like hella tired after lunch. Something about the food. I don't know if it's what I eat. I don't know. I don't know. I figured it out. Maybe it's just poor dieting or just lack of sleep. But like, like fucking yeah. afternoon comes by. I'm like. I could use a nap right now and and it's so counterproductive but then I get um like right now what time is it now recording it's like eight nine nine it's nine thirty and I'm feeling starting to feel more and more awake as the time goes by so it's like all right cool Yeah, you were like so tired yeah when we started right I call we got on I was like I'm tired by the way and then boom here I am ready to go we can do (laughs) five more of these podcasts like let's get it (laughs) thanks
Well, we went a little off track there, but it's is about. there anything else? No. <laughs> In short, Texas Rams are amazing. In short, bring your cowboy hat and get ready. Bring your cowboy hat and your yeehaw <laughs> into it. Listen to episode 10 if you haven't yet. That's, oh, that's the yeehaw the best episode. episode. Best episode out there. <laughs> Well, thanks for tuning in, you guys. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, submit your stories to be featured. Again, we need your stories. The link is in the show notes. Um, And yeah, thanks for tuning in, you guys, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye. Peace.